Pat and Stu. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K and the lovely and Jeffy. I just be the first to say, Pat. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God you're back. <laughs> well, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you, Stu. Mm-hmm. It is. It's it good is, to be back. It's refreshing to have you back. Pat. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that I'm as excited as Stu, but <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a reason for that, isn't there? Uh, what, what could what it would be? That, what would that reason be? Uh, because Just, uh, I hate doing the show with him. Oh, okay. That <laughs> <laughs> was going to come up with something clever there. No, this went for the truth. Uh, and, uh, but seriously, welcome back. We're Thank very you. glad to yeah. have you. It's it's good to be back. You missed Honestly, a hell of a week. I'll I tell really you that. did. I know. Holy crap. I know. That was a, I mean, with the, the Comey thing was basically uh, seemingly every news story Day. on every channel and uh, we did a lot of it uh, yeah. while we were here what you were uh, away did you get any piece of this as it was happening yeah i heard some uh i've got family members who are <clears throat> still very much into uh uh political news oh right um, and uh they're fox news enthusiasts mm. and so yes i got a good dose of it and uh, so you know the facts about I, the story i know the facts uh there aren't many facts that's no. the fact. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of opinion and there's a lot of speculation. Uh, you know what I found most interesting about the Comey firing was the Democrat reaction to it, which was so hysterical as to be uh, almost unbelievable. Absurd. Yeah, it's just so absurd. Uh, everything from he should be impeached for it to it was a coup, it was an unta, <laughs> it was treason, it was Ooh, unconstitutional. Yeah. I mean, calm down. The guy has the right to fire him at will. Yep. You can even, fire him for no reason whatsoever if he I, wants. Uh, and that was uh, confirmed by an interesting source, James Comey. Right. Who, uh, in his letter, right. specifically said, look, I'm not going to focus on this because he has a right to do whatever he wants. Yeah. And he did. Uh, it's a so, bizarre, it was a bizarre move, I think, though. I mean, I, and, and, and such an interesting... Cause just recently, the Democrats were yelling about firing the guy. Mm-hmm. So he does, and now all of a sudden, it's the worst thing that's ever happened. It's a constitutional yeah. crisis. Really? Because he fired somebody the Constitution allows him to fire? That is a crisis? Oh, did you? Because uh, it was hmm. interesting to see that from, uh, to, to, to watch that all come down. And certainly there was the flip-flopping of the left, right, who said they wanted to fire him and then were pissed off about it. There was yeah. the flip-flopping of some on the right who were saying, uh, no, he, should be per- he shouldn't be fired, and then, oh, well, yeah, I guess it's okay. Uh, but that was a minor group, I think. Um, what I thought was kind of interesting is watching him go through it and, and, and the reporting afterwards which said Trump, because of the way the Democrats were saying, starting a fire Comey hashtag, he thought they weren't going to get much pushback on it. And if that's true, that is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I mean, as soon as I heard the story, it was like, it was an actual, like, it was a, was it a Friday or Thursday afternoon? I remember we were, uh, we were out, uh, was it Thursday or Friday? Wasn't it? Th- or no, it was Wednesday, wasn't it? Was it, was like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, remember. I don't know. But I just remember it was like looking at your phone and be like, holy crap, really? Like it was like a, you had our mm-hmm. reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was bizarre. Again, it probably should have been on a Friday. <laughs> and like right that's when you push things out that you don't think are going to be popular he seemingly thought it was going to be popular that people were going to say you know what don did the right thing here they're never going to do that for you don ever the democrats are never going to do that now you can also say the same about the republicans as they're never going to really fight against you which is seemingly uh, embarrassingly uh too accurate 
<clears throat> yeah. But the truth is, he, if he thinks he's going to win these Democrats over by doing things that they like, he needs to rethink that completely. And it's interesting because, I, you know, from one side you hear, well, Comey was so bad and he was just not doing a good job and he was just so awful. And uh, what? And what? What did well, he do? I what, don't know. What were the egregious errors that James Comey was making on the job? Because I don't know about him. I mean... I thought it was ill-advisable to do what he did during the campaign, but that all benefited Trump. And he loved it at the time. And he loved it at the time. Does anyone in, in their right mind believe that he fired James Comey because of the way he handled Hillary Clinton's investigation? Because he was too tough on Hillary. I mean, it's no. absolutely no. bonkers. The fact that that was in the ad or in the letter that they put out there is so patently ridiculous and, uh, that I can't imagine anybody believes it. It was essentially, and I pointed this out to some of my family members, it was essentially James Comey that got Donald Trump elected. Yeah. So why is he even pissed at him? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, he, he helped him a great deal during the campaign. And when it comes to loyalty, man, this is another point. That, like, you can do that for, a guy, for Donald Trump, and he still can dump you three months later. Like, I mean, the loyalty thing is mm-hmm. it has to be perpetual. If he's doing yes. anything. Very true. And the two things they brought up. Uh, th- that Trump was pissed off about was a him saying, you know, I'm I feel mildly nauseous if uh, we had anything to do with with change, with uh, affecting the election. But we had to do what we had to do. It's the right thing to do. Only Donald Trump could take that and 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 be and take it in a negative way. Like he's just saying, look, I don't want to be the person making any decisions on the election, but I did the right thing I believe was right. Mm-hmm. That should that what Trump takes from that is, well, he didn't want me to win. Why? You'd be nauseous if I didn't win? Well, why? Like, no. It's just no, so no. unbelievable. And, and the other, there was one other one, Jeffy. Do you remember what the other one was? Oh, There's one other uh, just comment he made uh, about, um, oh, the fact that he wouldn't back him on the wiretapping claims he was pissed mm. off about. But again, that, that, and this is what I keep saying, and I said this from, about Comey from the beginning, since he stepped into our purview. What he did with the press conference with, uh, yeah. with Hillary Clinton... You know, I think a lot of people on the right were like, ah, they should have charged her. A lot of people on the left were like, she didn't do anything wrong. The fact that he came out there and said really critical things about Hillary Clinton, like anyone in her position should have known not to do, should have known better. Mm -hmm. Like that was not easy to do as an appointee of the Obama administration. And, you know, the same thing on the other side uh, where he he comes out and and is critical uh, and says that he does not back Trump. He does not seem to be a prisoner of either party, which to me makes me like him more. I mean, he's been critical of both sides. He's helped and hurt Mm -hmm. both sides. Uh, You know, I don't know. I don't have a big problem. And the FBI rank and file seems to be very much. Uh, 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 appreciative of him, they they seem to like him, and based on everything I heard, most of the FBI agents really liked him. Well, then you did not listen to Sarah Huckabee Sanders, uh, because Sarah Huckabee Sanders. There's a great no, moment. I didn't, I didn't no? listen to Sarah Huckabee Sanders. <laughs> really? No, because she said uh-uh. she's spoken to countless, countless agents. Who, who told her that they had no faith in James Comey. So she could not, the, could the not number of agents could not be counted. By anyone, I by think. By anyone. Now, John, I think it was John Carl. Did she have, like, fingers? Does she have <laughs> no. a pen where a she calculator? could mark them down or a calculator? Nope. Or Well, no, she does have those An things. Abacus? Or, those uh, things can't handle <laughs> the amount of people. Really? That came to her. And wow. so I just... 
I think it so was, it was in the trillions, billions or so? It had to be bigger than that. I mean, obviously. I mean, it would be billion. hard to count to a trillion. It really would. It would be hard, would but be I mean, hard. a calculator can certainly do it. Um, uh, she, well, some, not always, because some of them only go up to hundreds of millions, and then you get the error message on them. No, <laughs> so, she obviously just used the phrase, meaning, countless. I don't know, more than one. I don't know what she, how she meant it exactly. Yes, countless <laughs> numbers. I mean, let's be honest about it. What she actually was saying was, this is what I need to say. And I don't want to put a number on it because if I put a number on it, you're going to try to look for. Or these maybe people. she just talks to so many FBI. As do I. I talk to so many FBI agents on a daily basis that I lose track by about noon. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. So I can't. Are you count under them active investigation? Or no, I just like to talk to FBI uh, agents. Okay. And they like to talk to me. Apparently, <laughs> that's why they continually seek me out and tell me things. It's, it's so weird. weird. It's, so it's weird. weird. <laughs> Countless. But John Carl, because uh, he, she said that in the press conference, and John Carl followed up. He's like, uh, so you said countless. Like, what number is that? Like, is it? <clears throat> 30? 50? 70? Did he really? Like 100? How many FBI I, agents you talked to in the last 24 hours? I love John hours? Carl. I still I continue <laughs> to love that man. And of course, the answer to this is none. She talked to no FBI agents. Maybe she talked to one. And she's just saying it's countless. But like, I like the and idea who that he put- is Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Anyway. Uh, whoa, she is whoa, the daughter whoa. of uh, uh, Mike Huckabee. Mike Huckabee. Okay. And she is the deputy press. Uh, and is secretary. she also married to a relative of uh, Bernie Sanders? Is that what happened? It's interesting. I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, it's that possible. I don't know what the Sanders oh, I don't know is. That the Colonel. Potentially. <laughs> Colonel Sanders. Some would argue the Colonel. All right. Uh, but she was, everyone was pretty. Dion? Dion Sanders, maybe? Maybe Dion. Maybe? Maybe Dion. I don't mm-hmm. think that's. No. Po- any of them are possible. <laughs> I would say, though, it was interesting to see uh, the reaction to her because people were, because people just don't like Sean Spicer. So they mm. were just saying that she was better than Spicer. I, I got to say, I did not see it. No way. I did not see it. Oh, she's, she was the one that was filling in for Spicer yeah, for last Spicer. week? Yeah. That's so you did see it. I, I saw her. I don't know that I saw that exact quote that she talked to countless agents. Countless agents. I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, like, is it a thousand? Like, what? <laughs> what number can't you count to that you? T- <laughs> I just love that moment because in reality, like, let's just say she talked to ten, which would be notable, I guess. But it's countable. But it's all countable. <laughs> and, and I guess yes, she threw. And she's like, I don't want to put a number on it. Well, of course not. It's not that you can't count them. It's just you don't want to put a number on it because in reality, he was wildly popular within the agency. Yeah. I mean, all reporting. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you talk about like uh, actual the actual rank and file, including by the way, according to the guy who wrote the letter. The guy who wrote the letter saying Comey had done a lot of wrong things, he was a guy saying he was overwhelmingly popular within the agency, within the rank and file. Like, there's no evidence at all. It's just, again, another lie for God knows what's, what reason. Because it's one thing to send out Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Sean Spicer and Kellyanne Conway to just blather on and say things that are going to benefit the president. I get that. It's bullcrap. I hate it. But I understand it. Like, if we want to come out and, like, if people, put, you know, Jeffy is, uh, you know, under uh, multiple investigations at all times, and, and they were going to put us out there as spokespeople for Jeffy to say, you know what, Jeffy just didn't do these things. He's just a good guy, and he would never do these things. That I understand. It's a complete lie, right? Like, he's obviously not a good guy. He would do those things. Yeah. But it, we at least understand that. Instead, it's like us coming out and saying, like, look, absolutely, Jeffy would never uh, sell drugs to children uh, because that's not the person he is. And then a day later, Jeffy does an interview with a major news source and says, I absolutely sell drugs to children all the time. 
I love it. I don't know what these people are talking about. Why are my people? I can't. They can't be accurate. I'm too busy for them to be accurate. But yes, I am selling drugs constantly. And it's like, well, why send us out there to get beaten up for no reason when it's not? The, you're going to come out and say the opposite anyway. Why not have us come out and come up with a justification for that? <laughs> and since when does the president say, "Look, we're so busy, we can't be accurate all the time. Okay, I mean, they, yeah. We can't always tell you the truth." No, I mean, Our like eight can't times, keep up with me. eight or nine times out of ten, it's going to be completely made up. But you can't hold us to a better standard than that. Are you kidding? Me? I, I have never. Now, those weren't the exact words, but I have never seen a president in history yeah. say, "Hey, you can't expect us to be accurate." Yeah. What? Yes. Yeah, we can. Yeah. I don't care how busy you are. First of all, that's the job of the press secretary. Yep. And uh, secondly, you're really not that busy. That one person has that one job to come out and tell us what's going well, on. I think we have found out, though, in the list, particularly in the last eight years, maybe more. But I mean, the press secretary's job is to come out and lie for the press. Well, it is. Yeah. yeah. And we saw that. I mean, all that's what it has Obama. become. But it's maybe a, on top it. of that, I would like to go on record as saying I would never admit to selling drugs to children. Okay, well, you didn't need All to right. come back to that. Go I don't ahead. think it yeah, was a, just an analogy. Yeah, really. sure okay. so. It is on the record now, I guess, is what you're trying to do. Uh, you would never admit to it. So <laughs> No, he would not. Yeah, so. you, that was an interesting phrase. Yeah, it was. But again, like I, after Trump came out and said, by the way, uh, you know, I just make my decisions and, you know, sometimes you can't, it can't be accurate. I mean, it's not going to be accurate what they tell you. Then Spicer it's was forced to come to out and justify that statement. And say, and now, this is basically the president saying he does a bad job. Here's the right? exact quote. As a very active president, like uh, the other ones weren't. No, they were just sitting around. They weren't as active as him. A lot of them have just done nothing in the office. I will say, a lot of them have played less golf uh, than him. Uh, But other than that, I don't know. Almost all of them have played less golf than him Maybe Woodrow Wilson. As a very active president with lots of things happening, it is not possible. It's not possible for my surrogates to stand at a podium with perfect accuracy. Uh, well, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, and it I should mean, be. And, and that perfect is a, is obviously a ridiculous. Like, never once, no one's perfect. I get that, but but it come on, you should you should at I, least be telling the truth as you yeah. know as you understand it or or as you think it is. Or, at least get the lies lined up. Right. I mean, we all know you're gonna, you're going to lie to us. We all know that, and that's no that's no feature of this president. It's a feature of every president. But at least. Tell your people what lie they're supposed to tell. Like you, ha- they're all going on the air and embarrassing themselves for no reason. These are people that have sold their soul for you. You think Kellyanne Conway? She has a check, not a soul. She has, do you have both in this? You think Sean Spicer has a soul at this point? I have to tell you, he did look beat down in that press conference. Though, and afterwards. they're, they're think, uh, <laughs> apparently, I mean, the word is that the Trump's uh, pretty close to firing him. And getting getting rid of Sean Spicer, yeah. maybe replacing him with Kimberly Guilfoyle from Fox News from the Five. Now, I, I, you know, who knows? Is she going to be able to no be way. in the legs chair or at a legs podium because that's her job on the Five? Well, they'll have to is change to, the look. She'll have the glass podium. Yes, <laughs> yeah, glass glass podium, so you can see her in the miniskirt. Yeah. And and I think that's important. And by the way, this comes right from, but this is from, at least from the Ailes era. That was very, uh, very well known. That that's oh, yeah, that's, uh, it's the legs chair. That's what they call it, the legs chair. And that's why she's always sitting there with her legs crossed and uh, showing her legs. That's what and her job is. in the is. shadow of that table, either. Uh, just remember <laughs> no. how that room is lit. Right. Uh, they've got 
lighting for her legs leg lighting. specifically leg lighting and uh that's she performs it function pretty well and so would she not do a lot good? of us can no no uh, well not well you let's can't. let's check the uh, lighting <laughs> not of, a lot uh, of us can <laughs> can check jeffy's lighting of his legs over here just so we can get this sense of the difference little, uh, we, just, we, we should put a little up lighting on these uh, yeah see that there uh. um nothing <laughs> 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 There's those legs, so we got that going for us on this show. At least you know that you're not here for your looks, right? Like, I mean, that's got to be somewhat encouraging, right? You know, you know, you know, you don't come into work and anyone's like, "Oh, well, we got to get him, get him on, get him wearing less." Like, that's never. A <laughs> no, thing. that's not a thing. It's kind of nice. It's definitely not a thing. You, 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 at least you don't have that. To, to, Is that true? You think? Yeah, yes, I think that's 100% true. true. <laughs> <laughs> that was a surprise to you. You just found that out now. I mean, I don't know that I like yeah. that. All right. Yeah. Well, you want to be objectified? Is that what you're looking for? Uh, I mean, mm. it's nice oh. to know you're wanted. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see if this, uh, because they're saying not just not just Sean Spicer's job is in jeopardy, but a lot of his advisors, apparently, a lot of his appointees, and even some of his cabinet members. He's supposedly not happy with them because they're not praising him enough when they're being interviewed and i i really believe well, I that's believe a thing that as well. oh, you know well, that's a thing it's and it's not only just praising him, him enough it's about never giving yourself praise yeah. never do right. something that you right. that you, like, if you've t- if you've taken credit for anything mm-hmm. even if you've done it he hates that he hates I that i mean he made a point of that with with lester right i mean that was the whole point it was, i it was my decision right. to make i made the decision and you're like why would trump put him in himself in that position they had a I mean, it was a ridiculous justification, but they had a justification out there. It was, it had some legal basis. You had, they had put all the weight on this, uh, you know, uh, deputy um, uh, attorney general, so they had some credibility there. But he couldn't take the fact that people thought someone else made a decision right. for him. So he'd rather risk his entire presidency by admitting that it was the Russian investigation. I didn't like the way it was going, so I fired him. It was all me. Just so he would have responsibility for it. Yeah. You know, Pat, I, I mentioned the, it's weird. I, I mentioned the Lester interview. Maybe I know you were off last week. You, maybe you didn't realize that I was referring to the Lester Holt, uh, no, NBC I, Nightly News man that interviewed I Donald Trump. Um, I have a copy if you didn't get an opportunity to see it. <laughs> Why like would you? I know you're. I know you're out of time. <laughs> that is the weirdest. I, I don't understand the obsession. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't, I don't, my obsession is hoping I you don't had want an opportunity to understand to the obsession. Does Lester really Holt don't. have a restraining order against? Him? Is he your dad? <laughs> is he your father? <laughs> <laughs> I've always seen it as more of a love interest myself, but maybe it is a, a parental situation. <laughs> uh, and this is kind of interesting because. Uh, First of all, the headline is a little misleading. New poll reveals what Americans think about Comey firing, and the results are surprising. Only 38% of those surveyed said they opposed the decision. Well, that's a plurality. That's that's more people than favor it. Yeah. Right, yes. It's 38% against, 29% fa- were for it. Yeah. Well, why is that? That I mean, that's I actually not a good result for Trump. Thirty-two percent no. undecided, and I guess you know you could draw from that that some of those would obviously side with with Trump, but some would side on the other way too. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, first of all, the the main thing this poll shows is that the American people just don't follow these things at all. Right? Yeah, I mean, like people don't even know who he is. Well, and it I is mean, confusing I- because what I know of Comey is that he was. I thought he was fair during the campaign on the Hillary thing because he thought he was doing the right thing when he said, look, she's under FBI investigation. 
what was that, two weeks before? the Ten, uh, 11 days, I think. 11 days. And then they decided, okay, we can't, we're not finding anything. So he said that, too, three days before the election or whatever it was. And well, the, you just covered both sides. I mean, that seems fairly nonpartisan. And the Clinton uh, people, by the way, hated both of them. They hated. obviously hated yeah. the first letter, but they actually hated the second, the clarification, because it had passed out of the news cycle, and then it came back up again. And like the last thing she wanted to do was once again be talking about her stupid right. uh, uh, corruption, um, which is obviously a legitimate issue. Uh, so I, I was conflicted by it, too. And, and my brother was uh, up in on the mean streets of Helena with me last week. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, he was like, isn't that great that Comey got fired? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they think that you no, think that that was great? Because Trump did it, and that's yeah, why would they think that you thought that, that I was don't, great? I don't know. I Is it really, just because they know you're on talk radio, so yeah. just assuming that you yeah. support so, everything Trump does. I, yes, and he knows better than that. He knows I'm I'm not a huge, not a real large supporter of. That's Donald an interesting Trump. way to phrase your support for <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not a entirely 100% behind everything he's ever done. Really? Yeah. That's another uh, interesting so construct. I, I was kind of baffled by that question as well. Uh, and that's why I had to remind him that, no, I, I mean, I don't know anything. And, and we're continually being told that there's just this long list of offenses by James Comey. And he was just doing a horrible job, and, and we all know that there were so many things about James Comey that led to this firing, and frankly, I don't know any of them. I've never heard a legitimate reason why the guy's been fired. Well, he doesn't have any allies left. I think that's the reason he's got fired, right? Yeah, he but pissed all the as off. far as job performance, have we heard one thing? The only thing I, I thought that was potentially legitimate was that he had become sort of like... A, a personality, right? Like he was like a known, like and right. that might but not so be. So what? So right. was uh, Jagger yeah, Hoover. So was Jagger Hoover. Obviously. So was Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. I mean, guy was on TV every freaking week in yeah. color, every fr- in color. And I will say, by the way, if and a lot of his cohorts were in black and white. Ephraim Zimbalist <laughs> Jr. was in color <laughs> on the you. FBI when he led it. Okay, I, I don't know if that's so, uh, necessarily a. <laughs> no, he's talking about the FBI I know, in I color. No, yes. Yes, I got. <laughs> but the, I, if the problem was uh-huh. James Comey has too high a profile, this did not solve it. No, right. This was not a good solution right. to James no, Comey having too high of a profile. And frankly, the Comey stuff was calming down, and he brought it back up. And he again. brought it back up. I mean, I think it's you weird. Know, people it's were weird. pissed. Look, I, the most significant thing James Comey will probably ever do in his entire life was sending that uh, October twenty eighth letter. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means the most significant thing he ever did his entire life, whether you believe it turned the tables or not, was obviously a pro-Trump result. It mm-hmm. was not. It, it not win any votes for Clinton, right? I mean, that's the fact that she was under extended FBI investigation. It either and, did nothing or it helped Trump. Right. And, but either right. way, it definitely helped Trump. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, it, it just didn't. You don't know if it was enough to turn over. I, I mean, I think it was honestly uh, enough to turn the election. I think it won the election for him. I do too. Um, you know, there are some people who disagree with that, but I mean, overall, I think the, uh, there's a lot of good evidence to support that. Now, that doesn't mean, uh, you know, as we've talked about before, this is like the res- the same thing as a last minute bad call mm. uh, on your in a basketball game, which you should have been blowing the other people out. 
Like, it's your fault the mm-hmm. game was close. And that last call, you can complain about it all you want, but you should have made that wide-open three in the second quarter. Like, I get that. There's a lot of different things that Hillary Clinton could have done differently. Like, I don't know, for example, being anyone else. <laughs> uh, but the, <laughs> the bottom line is this probably did sway the election um, in, in a very close election. You know, it's in three states, 40,000 people switching their vote from uh, Trump to Clinton is the is the result in the Electoral College, 40,000. And she won the you know, three million votes. She won the popular vote there. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I can understand their complaints. But if anything, I associate James Comey with a pro-Trump, yeah, pro-Trump uh, a result. And the fact that she's getting fired by the right. And now he's saying, well, I did a terrible job. The morale in the FBI was terrible. Was it? No. I and mean, what evidence do we have of that? Based on what I've read. Other than the uh, countless conversations Sarah Huckabee <laughs> Sanders had, has had with And who FBI can dispute that? In an eight-hour period. I mean, if it's countless people, I wow, that's a lot. And uh, I guess. Well, we don't know if it's a lot. We don't, we don't know. She just could couldn't count. count <laughs> there were enough that she couldn't count them. For, like, for example, Jeffy, if it was 19 agents, it would be countless. Right. <laughs> zero is also countless because yes. you can't count... Uh, Zero. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's just over. That's right. So maybe Before that it begins. was, maybe maybe that that was really was, the answer. It was just yeah. zero. Oh, well. So there you go. All right. More patents do coming up in a second. Uh, the fact is your current phone uh, carrier is doing a lot of things that you don't like. Uh, for example, they're using your cash to undermine your beliefs. They mm. spent tens of millions of dollars to remove conservative leaders from office. It's, it's really countless amounts of money. Countless it's countless dollars. amounts of money that they've spent. But luckily you have Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile offers nationwide talk and text and the high-speed 4G LTE data at really good prices. Lower than what you're paying now. Plus, they turn around and donate up to 5% of your monthly bill to a conservative organization of your choice. So they're going to buy out your current contract, too, if you're already with somebody. They'll give you countless amounts of money. Countless, except they can (laughs) count to $500 per line or $1,500 per account. That's right. Uh, And yes, you can keep your phone number and get great nationwide coverage, all while supporting conservative values. Yeah, plus you can get a a countless amount of phones. Uh, (laughs) One. Like, well, 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 I guess one per line. Uh, iPhone 5S, Mm. right, or the Galaxy S5 when you sign up for a $45 monthly unlimited talk Unlimited is literally countless. Unlimited talk, text, and data plan, or you could choose from a lot of other great phones. Too. And they also will offer a countless amount of a percentage off. No, it's 10%. It, you can, they can count to 10. <laughs> really? 10%. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. 10% off yeah. to military veterans, uh, first responders, and their families. Nice. Call now, and they will waive the countless activation fees that are associated <laughs> they with... They can count to that, too. It's 35 okay. $35. They will waive the $35 activation right. fee. Okay, yeah, with the promo code PATENTS. So you've got to use that promo code, though. Seriously, <laughs> PATENTS, too. If you don't use that, you're going to pay the 35 bucks. So you might as well take their free money. Yeah, so go to patriotmobile.com slash patentstew. Patriotmobile.com slash patentstew. Or dial the countless phone number. They can count I, I can't count it. It's 1-800-A-PATRIOT. <laughs> oh. They've counted it. 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Call now. Okay. 1-800-A-PATRIOT. <laughs> Now, I mentioned that I'm not exactly a thousand percent in favor of everything Donald Trump has ever done. Have I, I mentioned yeah, that. And we should clear, clarify, most of this goes back to the 80s, his time as a, bus, a businessman. Uh, obviously, as president, he does approve of 100%. I don't not, want to get anybody started. Not, not 100% of everything he's done as president. And you know what? Well, I, some of the decorating choices. Uh, <laughs> there might be a couple other things, but I, 
mean, too insignificant to even, even get into. Okay, good. Uh, I did notice that there was somebody from uh, Western Washington University who mm-hmm. seems to not be 100% on board either. <laughs> um, and uh, here's, here's a look at, at her. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this could not. Freaking out over a Trump sign on campus. <laughs> what is she throwing this down? Why I don't believe in the legalization of marijuana. Paint. This is exactly why I don't believe in the legalization Who's this of guy? marijuana. <laughs> right here on the Western Washington campus, she's going nuts. <laughs> she probably like chalk Trump sign. With the Trump sign. Okay, isn't it like a baseball diamond? She doesn't like the Trump sign. That is. See, it's a setup. <laughs> that is the weirdest. It's a setup. She's anti-Trump. It does not look real. No, it's, she's just. She's just yeah, Are we going to find out that she was paid to do this? Absolutely. That's what she just said to that girl, right? No. What is she? Well, um, what is that doing? She's. Wow. I think it was set up. I don't. Watching it, I don't believe it. I don't believe her now because. She's, she doesn't... She's an art major. Like, she's being funny. She thinks she's really being funny. Going yes. The arts are really going downhill. Look at her smiling. Oh, that's not real. It's no. not real. I don't... That's not even real. Now, I don't know. I'm not saying necessarily it was I, set up by the photographer. Like, it could just uh, be that she I, thought it would be funny. Maybe. Because, I mean, the people come over, maybe. they're like, do you need help? And she just, you know, like, kind of smiles. The first one, she's like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm supposed to be doing this or something like that. She, she admits to it. I heard her say, no, no, I'm fine. I didn't hear... Then she said something else after that, which I now, thought... I, the reason I didn't hear it is because I took my earpieces out <laughs> because it was such a horrific noise. But, I mean, you, if you heard that scream, I would absolutely think someone was being murdered or yeah, attacked yes, in some way. Yes, Like, Or, or she's or, in horrific pain. Yeah, someone had been run over. Her family member had been run over by a car. Like, uh, I mean, that is like... Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but, that, that uh, looks very, very, very suspicious. At this point, would you? And I don't know. Like uh, the suspicion level could be that the photographer, hey, we need a good Trump reaction. Like, or mm-hmm. it could or be that she just like, she's just goofing, goofing on him, him. right? Like she's just coming up and just saying, like, I she wants to have a she wants to just screw with these people. Mm-hmm. Which is possible. It does not seem like it was legi- like her. She saw it and she was legitimately freaking out. Though now yes. I would like to think that this next clip is also uh, some sort of setup, some sort of. Plot can, or, I put, can I put my earphone earpiece yeah, you back can, in? I think okay. you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, it isn't. Uh, it's Keith Olbermann, whose reaction to Trump is worse than what we just saw. Here it is. The resistance. I'm Keith Olbermann, and this is the resistance. Put, I appeal to can we stop it for a second? Can we Look at the back. Where is he doing this? This is like his bathroom at home. Yeah, absolutely at his house. Because you can hear the audio is terrible. It's like echoing throughout. Like 
<laughs> he is, and then he just has a backdrop, and he never you never change from that shot. The resistance, the resistance, with Keith Olbermann, and it's an orange and blue. Is that a GQ color? Is that uh, possible? Possible. What is it? It's construction paper or something. It is construction behind? paper. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that is. All right, let's hear the rest here. Oh, okay. We get to get the. I'm Keith Olbermann, and this Silver. is the resistance. I appeal to the intelligence agencies and the governments of what is left of the free world, to them as entities, entireties, as bureaucracies making official decisions, and to the individuals who make decisions of conscience, to GCHQ and MI6 in the UK, to the BND in Germany, the DGSE in France, and the NCAA in America, and even to the GRU in Russia, where they must already be profoundly aware that they have not merely helped put an amoral cynic in power here, but an uncontrollable one whose madness is genuine and whose usefulness even to them. Since when do morals matter to this? guy to all of them and to the world's journalists i make this plea we the citizens of the united states of america are the victims of a coup (laughs) we need your leaks your information your intelligence your recordings your videos your conscience wow the civilian government and the military of the united states are no longer in the hands of the people nor in the control of any responsible individuals on whom you can rely that is weird, man. <laughs> just the weird. drama of every sentence every sense, he every utters is just so ridiculous. It really is. He's uh, just so pathetic. It's a weird bird, man. He's actually calling, he's making a passionate appeal to, I don't know what, overthrow our, our president, to uh, spy, to send leaks, to, is he calling for revolution here? Seems to be. Mm. I mean, he's calling out to agencies of enemies, Russia? like Russia. That is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. Where is the media on this? I I haven't seen this anywhere but here. Is anybody doing anything with this? I mean, conservative media, I guess, is, is picking up on it. But outside of that... Unbelievable. That's, a, that's really unbelievable. Uh, and he's done some pretty weird things, but that might top them all. I mean, do we believe it? Believe what? Is it real? I mean, does he actually believe it? I don't know. I mean, I, seriously, I have no joke. I mean, it's he real. He's seem, really doing that. I know, I know that. but he doesn't seem passionate about what he's saying. Uh, it's the he's same exact delivery, though, the Bush years. Yeah, exactly. He used exact. to have a little bit more passion. You're a just fascist, Mr. Bush. Yeah, he used to have some Get kind of passion. Get a t-shirt with I'm a fascist on it. Yes. Okay. But that was with more passion than that. It's interesting, though. He's kind of back to this same bag of tricks. Like, he went from here, and he he seemingly decided to put this behind him and go to, you know, sports, uh, Mm -hmm. whatever crappy version of Sports Center he was doing for a few years at ESPN 12... 12 um and uh i think it was espn too right i mean he had a nightly show uh, I think for a it while was, i just yeah. don't i don't no one cared about it and i think so now he's done with that he got fired for the 94th time from from uh, espn and now has to come up with something new to pay the bills and so gq gives him a bunch of cash to sit in his basement in front of construction paper and read things um weird. but it's the same really shtick. Weird, i mean really it is weird. identical he could be just just throw bush's name in there I mean, it's the yeah. same shtick, exactly. And I am pissed off at you, Pat, who told me I could put my freaking earpiece back in to hear that. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's offensive. Yeah, it really that was. Would, that you would say that it would be it okay. I, I apologize. Here's something else that's offensive. Why don't you put a T-shirt with the word fascist on it or something? <laughs> no, ow, that hurt. I, I mean, you, now you've gone too far. I appeal to now the GRU in Russia to leak things about Pat Gray. You know what they, And the, the LBJ. And the LBJ. And the, and the uh, ABC. And the CBS. And the NCAA. And, and Again, the, the collegiate 
sports authority that mm-hmm. seems to have more power than any president or any world leader. Right, no and that's kidding. not right. That's not right. That's not right. That's not right. Um, and, and tell, you know what we want from, we know what we want from you? Leakages. That's what we want. <laughs> Leakages. <laughs> if, if you would have put leakages in there, would you have covered it? Uh, yes. In your next episode? Yes. Or, which would still be your first episode <laughs> of leakages. Uh, we should point out that that is not actually <clears throat> Well, no, there aired. was a, there was... Well, you had a couple of previews no, that, that no. aired on the Wonderful World of Stew, but we never right. actually have seen right. an episode of the show. I mean, which at this point is you've you can't spent rush over. perfection. You cannot rush perfection. It's <laughs> a lot of money and a lot of time, Pat. <laughs> well, yeah, again, you can't rush perfection. It seems to be that we've put a lot of money down the drain for this show. You know what happened? Very nice. We rushed our our water reports and our our water systems and and our our. <laughs> our our reser, reser, reservoirs. I almost said reservations, but our reservoirs. Right. Uh, and so, what has what's happened? Well, according to this report from an environmental working group, 218 million of us are now exposed to cancer-causing tap water. Do you want that to happen with leakages? Well, no, no. But, thank uh, you. I mean, it's I the- rest my case. <laughs> I heard I rest that my case. leakage is actually the first bit of information about Flint, Michigan. Yes. Uh, that whole scandal that went Indeed. on there. Although we didn't air the episode <laughs> in time to prevent anything from happening. So <laughs> that is a problem. Our friends at uh, Alexa Pure, though, have uh, come up with a, a fantastic a fantastic system to remove up to 99.9999% of contaminants from your drinking water. Yeah, uh, we're talking about parasites, bacteria, lead, pesticides, pharmaceuticals, you name it, uh, you know, uh, the Alexa Pure can actually remove it, which is none of that stuff you want in there, especially the chromium-6. Each uh, Alexa Pure Pro filter has a capacity of up to 5,000 gallons, so it just costs pennies per gallon when you use it. Give them a call at 888-895-7746. 888-895-7746. Is there another way or is that about it? Um, uh, maybe getalexapure.com. Okay. GetAlexapure.com. If you go there, uh, you're going to get saved $20 off the retail price. Call 888-895-7746 or GetAlexapure.com. Alrighty. 888-727-BECK. It's Pat and Stu. Hey, Ann Coulter is having a good time with this president. She loves him. I mean, she worked hard. Him. Yeah, it was called in in Trump, we Trump We Trust. Because it's funny because it, tr- so. it puts Trump above God, which is right. it just kind of so, how, how that's it happened. Uh, that's a, yeah. It's a good story for and the campaign. she didn't care if he performed abortions in the Oval Office. Uh, she was going to vote for the man mm-hmm. yeah. uh, because of his stand on, on immigration. And now she says she might be ready to jump ship on the on President Trump cruise lines. Uh, it, it, it's pretty amazing. I mean, we tried, we tried so hard to talk sense to these, to these people and nobody would listen. Nobody would listen. Um, in a column on her website last week, she said that the president whose very presence in office, she called comically improbable, isn't winning after his first hundred days in office. We want the ruthless businessman we were promised, she said. Uh, I'm not very happy with what has happened so far. I guess we have to try to push him to keep his promises. But this isn't North Korea, and if he doesn't keep his promises, I'm out. This is why we voted for him. I think everyone who voted for him knew his personality was grotesque. It was the issues. Wow! That's unbelievable. I I didn't hear the grotesque part. 
Amazing. Uh, she said uh, she's reluctant in continuing her uh, support of mm. Trump, though she refused to apologize for her past support. Uh, because mm. people were saying, like, well, yeah, you had the whole never Trump. Remember how much you hated the people who were never Trump? It just seems like they were kind of right, maybe. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, her response was not positive to that. She did not think uh, she was not going to apologize because it was the only only chance we had to change this republic. And then she went on to try no. to explain it. No, he wasn't. She said, no, no not at all. Uh, she said that she thought before Trump, there was a 10 percent chance of us saving the republic. Then when Trump got elected, <clears throat> she thought it was a 90 percent chance. And now she's in somewhere in the middle. Like you thought Donald Trump. I, I can't even. It's as if it's like alien. Mm-hmm. The, a person who could think Donald Trump had a 90% chance of saving the republic, I can't even fathom. Like, if it's a, look, mm. it was 0 or 10, I get it. The fact that you could think it was a 90% chance is so ridiculously alien to me, I can't even understand it. Well, because what what is that based on? The fact that he sold real estate? What what the hell is that based on? It's based what? on uh, he's a very successful businessman. Yeah, uh, that he sold real estate. <laughs> Yeah, very successful business. Yeah, he does do, do that a lot. He does do that a lot. Very successful. <laughs> Built a great company. Um, I, I think a lot of it too is just like there's just not mm. people are just not engaged, right? I mean, like it, it, yeah, but Ann Coulter's engaged. Yeah, no, I don't understand why she did it, but I mean, I, mean, I think the American people. I, I think a lot of it has to do with that. Look, look at this map from the New York Times. This is they took they had people. Uh, I think it was seventeen hundred people or something. Guess where North Korea was on a map. Now, that shouldn't be something you guess at. That's actually something you're yeah. supposed to know. Look at where the guesses were. Okay. I mean, oh my god. Oh my gosh. gosh. Are you kidding me? I mean, landlocked countries they're voting for. They're guessing all of <laughs> the actually- Middle East, <laughs> India. <laughs> I mean, clear into the Middle East. Yeah. That's actually embarrassing. Holy crap, that's unreal. 1746 adults, this is where they guessed. Just 36% got it right, actually, in North Korea. And I don't think it actually looks like 36%, because obviously the small area that you're pointing to. Um, but uh, pretty wow. amazing. And what was interesting was the, the headline was, if Americans can find North Korea on a map, they're more likely to prefer diplomacy. That was the headline in the New York Times. Now, to me, what that says is, uh, typical, the stupid warmongers, uh, they don't even know where the freaking country is. Yeah. Like That's the message I get mm. from that. Uh, but as you read on, you get some interesting information. Um, the difference between the groups uh, was, uh, let's see, uh, the biggest difference was uh, doing nothing. Among those who could find North Korea, 45% thought that was a bad idea. Uh, among those who could not find it, only 22% thought that. What drives the differences? Simple partisanship is one possibility. Now, you're looking at the New York Times. You're thinking, oh, God, here it comes. Simple partisanship. Dumb Republicans don't know it. Democrats do, right? That's Mm -hmm. what you expect to hear. On average, Mm -hmm. Republicans, and Republican men in particular, were more likely to correctly locate North Korea than Democratic men. And Republicans were more likely to be in favor of almost all the diplomatic solutions posed by the researchers. Women uh, tended to find find North Korea at similar rates regardless of party. So the difference there is Republican men smarter than Democrat men on this topic. Um, and the, and they actually and it does make sense. Like if you are engaged enough in world mm-hmm. events that you know where this area is, it's probably less scary to you. You mm-hmm. might not necessarily want to invade. However, more people on the other side of that same thing. It's do nothing where the biggest split was. 
uh, and Republicans knew it more than uh, Democrats. We got to take a break though. Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is the uh, number. Back with more in a second. Uh, we got the Jeffy segment coming. We tried to cancel it while you were gone, but he was uh, hey, even with him sitting in your chair. Right. He, we still had to do it every day. Oh, good God. And I kept saying, why don't we cancel why? it? I mean, it's I know, Jeffy. Right? No one cares. But. Jeffy found and felt like sharing so we don't have to talk anymore. This is where we're at in America. Mm -hmm. Dad playing with his son, Indianapolis, Marion County. A wild goose flies into the the land that they're playing in at the park, starts Mm -hmm. to go to attack his son. Mm -hmm. The dad takes the only weapon he has, the plastic baseball bat. Oh, boy. Now, the dad claims he only swang once. Swung. He swung. He swung once. I only swung once. The neighbors say it was at least three times. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Is it? Does they it matter? Is there? Was, yes, is there a law? Yes. He is was there? ticketed, and he oh, was supposed no. to. Go, I'm waiting for an update. He was supposed to go in front of a judge today to find out exactly what would happen to him if he swung three times at the swing three times <laughs> at the goose if you want to. Um, one yes. knock on the head means you're trying to kill it. So did it hit? What, what happened to the goose? Uh, nothing. He knocked it off balance, and then they ran away to so the other worked. side of the street. So it worked. Oh, yes. so the, and he, he didn't even kill the goose? Uh, no, he did not kill the girl. Get he out of not. here. That's and now so I know. And that's what I, my point is, is that we've come too far. And Yeah, because, I mean, we've geese are mean. They're mean. Yes. And that could have hurt They're, his son. Yes. Now, there, you can't use, there's some, you know, they have their laws where you can't use, uh, you know, excessive force on animals. You can only use the force needed to protect yourself. Uh, I would say that um, the animal is still alive. Mm-hmm. I did a good job. <laughs> yeah. My son did not get attacked. I, uh, the animal's still alive. Yeah. I think uh, that's good. a reasonable standard, actually. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. Wow. All right. What if we take a, a baseball bat to you? Um, How many times would you um, swung? Aluminum? 80? You think an aluminum? No, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking wood or aluminum. Spider? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it wasn't me. Mine was my microphone. Yeah, whatever. It was turned on. It was turned you on. Know, whatever. Uh, hi, it's Pat and Stu and, and Jeffy. And Jeffy claims that uh, we we uh, shorted him <laughs> on his segment, and that he's got all kinds of great stories to share with us. Uh, and I know you'll be the judge of that. So uh, let us know. If these, in fact, are great stories. Go ahead, Jeffy. What else do you have? We'll tell you about a North Carolina high school <laughs> that uh, retracted their yearbooks after they were passed out. 
a North Carolina high school took them all back because of the female student, the senior who wrote a horrific thing that cannot be on a yearbook that was missed by editors. Oh. Every every senior got to write a not like a racial a slur or. Yep. Swear and, words. Uh, you know, look, swear, yeah, swear words could have been that. Some, the, some sexual mm-hmm. thing. This show is on the internet. It's not really on... Uh, is it on any... We, we, on some, we do have a couple you, of cables. How do you not know that we're on a couple of cable stations, millions right? and millions yeah, of homes? Yeah, Why yeah, do you yeah. think we're on... It's just, just an internet show, so I'm going to read it. No, it is not just an internet show. This is an internet show. This has happened before where he thought we were only on the internet. Yeah, I'm we're only on the internet. So I'm going to tell you what she said. I'm going to tell you what she said. Nobody's listening. Yep. Build that wall, Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, my God. We apologize oh God. to all you of our cable affiliates. Oh, man. And, uh, that may be, may, I mean, there's not a lot of restrictions oh on what you can put. I know, like, certain things you <laughs> oh can't put man. on the Internet. Uh, we well. cannot have that on any uh, any no. yearbooks. You can't. To all 214 students, so we just confiscated them all. You're not getting them back. I'm I'm really? Totally, I would build that wall? I would no way I'm bringing that back to them. Got to be after kidding. that. Are you bringing your back? Not a chance. I'm keeping it. Got Not a to chance. Be kidding me. <laughs> Build that wall. A, a, Jeez, something that man. what forty some odd percent of people support. Yeah, so hurtful though. We don't want that on the yearbook. Years later, years from now. <laughs> oh man, show how hateful that school was. Forget about it. <laughs> yeah, what if somebody read that? Uh, yeah, in two thousand thirty-six. <laughs> They would and, say, right? <clears throat> build that wall. People actually believed he was going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> he took it seriously uh, enough to recall these things? Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you, do you remember Pat and Stu uh, promised to eat their underwear if he built that thing? Yeah, and are we? do you feel risky on that uh, one? Or not at all. No. no. Mm-hmm. Not, not a bit. <laughs> not a bit. Huh. But what a, you know, we're, oh, what a society stuff. we've become. I yeah. mean, so sissified. So wussified. You can't handle anything that contradicts your worldview. Nope. It's just, it's pathetic. Just pathetic. like uh, some people don't want to go to uh, Todd Rundgren concerts anymore. Oh, no. Why? Do you know who, you know, uh, Todd, Todd Rundgren, Rundgren is, still right? has concerts? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he have a song about a drum? Or is he playing like the drum all day? Bang the drum all day. Okay. I don't yeah. want to work. I want to bang the drum all day. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, that was 1982. The 68-year-old musician. 68. Is he playing uh, what? 7-Eleven uh, parking lot? doing now. tours with uh, Donald Fagan. Uh, Fagan oh, was Steely performing Dan? with him, too. Yeah. <clears throat> Steely and, Dan. And uh, they had a couple people walk out of some of his concerts. And uh, Todd oh. says, uh, tough. Uh, I don't care. Uh, mm-hmm. Because these people were upset that uh, he has a song called Tin Foil Hat, which is uh, against Donald Trump. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I mean, he's oh, singing a song, talks about, uh, <clears throat> you know, the presidential run, uh-huh. tweets like a teenage girl. It sounds like That's a good true. song. That is true, though. I mean, what else? What are the, uh, do you, does it have any other lyrics? No, it doesn't have the lyrics. Yeah. It doesn't have the lyrics. But I just want you to know, because first of all, who's going, uh, Todd Rundgren? Um, First of all, yeah, maybe. I mean, I mean, he's not doing Verizon. Theater, I honestly right? didn't. I didn't know he was alive. Uh, still, maybe because he's not so. even. A, I mean, he's maybe he catches hooks onto an '80s tour with the greatest. You know, because I noticed that uh, here in the Metroplex, there's a new '80s greatest hits FM station. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, the Jack FM. And they've got a big 80s summer show they were promoting that I heard their commercial break this weekend. Jack FM is... You know there's a Dave FM now, too? (laughs) 
<laughs> I, in Montana. I'm I'm looking for I bet a, you it's the same a radio station to listen to. It's got to be. Dave <laughs> FM comes on. I'm like, okay, so you got Jack and Dave radio stations now? <laughs> hey, Dave is in the Dave house, and house. he wants to hear another song on Dave FM. <laughs> what? <laughs> so stupid. Stupid. Where are they coming up with this? But anyway, I, they're having a big 80s show this summer, and okay. they're bringing in all these bands, and maybe Rundgren... No, Rundgren's not an 80s. Right. He's a 1972 star. Yeah. So if they ever do a 1972 <laughs> right. tour, uh, he'd be perfect for that, because he, <laughs> he had... Well, Hello, It's You. Yeah, we were looking... Uh, I Saw the Light. And those were both in 80, uh, 72. And then, uh, and then Bang the Drum, right? Was, and then uh, 10 years later was uh, Bang the Drum all night or all day or whatever it was. And that wasn't, but that wasn't even a hit. It that was a, like a mid-chart thing. Hmm. Uh, I don't think it was very big. Let's look it up. Look it up, Jeffy. Bang the Drum all day. Well, yeah, I, I'll look you. it up. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. So While you do your lyrics next... here. Um, okay. This is some of the lyrics from Man in the Tinfoil Hat. Okay. Um, he's coming down the escalator with a girl from east of here because the man in the ten foil hat is leading is leading like a teenage girl. He puts the Pluto in plutocrat. Ooh, wow, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd walk up maybe because it's bad. Yeah, it really is bad. Uh, he hasn't got time for losers unless they do what he demands. Oh, okay. Um, then that's almost as bad as build the wall in a yearbook. Wow, uh, that's really <laughs> that's almost as bad as that. Okay, yeah, bang the drum all day. I knew that wasn't big. It charted at number sixty three. Number sixty. Number sixty three. Not, not a hit. No, mm. that's what that's you would call. Because I mean, that's obviously a song that I think most people. Yeah, know. you know it. Well, because people played it for other things, but commercials. Uh, yeah, that's what I would. Pretty say. much. <laughs> uh, Hello, it's me was number five, so that was a, a legitimate a top five yeah, that was hit. A big hit. I saw the light was only sixteen. Boy, that seemed like it would be bigger. Uh, Can we still be friends? Which was a really good song. I, I actually like that song. Um, uh, and I think that was nineteen seventy eight, but that was twenty nine, so that's not a hit. Good Vibrations, he, he redid that. That was number 34. Bang the Drum All Day, 63. And so he had... And then we've wrapped up Todd Rundgren. Literally two hits. Okay, so... Wow. Well, I mean, and Nobody I think cares. there's a cultural thing with that, the, the, the drum song, I think. That, that was big enough that it yeah, became... It, yeah. Uh-huh. Some of those fluky songs like that became something else. Like, like what was the Queen, the Queen Wayne's World song was not a hit, right, when it came out? No, that uh, was. That was huge. That was a hit? Yeah, Bo- Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. That was huge. I There's yeah, one of those songs. I thought I thought that one was the one. No, that one became a hit again it because did. of the Wayne's World thing. Yeah. yeah, it did. But some of those. Every once in a while, you get one of those songs that was not necessarily big at the time, mm-hmm. and like then appears so much culturally. I mean, uh, Song Two by Blur is a, sort of an example of that. That appeared in about 600 movies. Uh, you, you, know, you know the song <laughs> I'm talking about. Um, you, yeah. Most people call it the Woohoo song. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'd know it if you heard it. Um, also, it was in every. I mean, but it did n- nothing. It was not a hit song by any uh, means. Bob Seger's, uh, 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 you know, old time rock and roll, rock and roll yeah. was a hit when it came out. But yeah, it was. But it became a cultural icon Thanks when it was in Tom Risky Cruise. Business. Or yeah. was it right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. With Tom Cruise. So. Yeah, so some of that, sometimes those songs get a life of their yeah. own sort of later on. Yeah, they do. Uh, but uh, so, I mean, maybe you give them credit for that at least, so at least halfway. But uh, yeah, not a big career there, huh? No. Top, well, I mean, again, you're trying to get relevant, right? You're a 68 year old musician that's touring probably yes. like parking lots. Yes. And you're thinking, and what if I write a song about, about Trump? 
I mean, then, then people will <laughs> talk about me. It'd be so brave. It'd be so brave. Be what so what brave. a brave choice for I don't care if people make. walk out of my concert because there's not that many anyway. So, like, when there's six people and four of them leave, nobody really notices. Well, can someone right? walk out of a show that no one is attending? No. I don't think so. And if they did, would anybody know about it? Did no. the show even happen? No. No. Did not. It's not a show if no one's there. Uh, 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 which we find out on a daily basis yes. uh, here on the Patents. <laughs> All um, right, did you have anything else? Uh, one more. You know, I talked earlier about watching, I happened to stumble across a Tootsie uh, yesterday on the television, doing you know, the movie Tootsie. The movie Tootsie from what, 81 uh, or was, two? Uh, what, 80, 82. 82. Okay. okay. But there's a list that I found of movies turning 20 this year that are, you know, like Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Wow. I mean, that's a that was a pretty huge matter. The Fifth Element, 20 years old now. Mm-hmm. People still ripping that movie. Yep. I mean, over and over. Men in Black. Wow, it's First 20 one, years 20 old. 20 years. Good golly. Um, my Best Friend's Wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Burger. Good Burger. 20 wow. years old. That's Keenan and Kel, yeah. right? Yeah. And so Keenan is still, for, now he's like the yeah. star of Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Live. Live and has been for a zillion years. I know what you did last summer and uh, Goodwill Hunting, 20 years old this oh, year. That's a great movie. Uh, as I good as like it gets with in Nicholson. It, man, that's a good movie. Nicholson and um, what's her face from Friends, right? For As Good As It Gets. Oh, yeah. And uh, Spice World, but the number one movie on the list is 20 years old Titanic. Jennifer Aniston. Right? Was that her? No. No. Wow. No, it was uh, Helen Hunt. Uh, Helen Hunt, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was thinking of it. What? Titanic? No, it Once I said her name, I, did, yeah, I knew that wasn't right. Helen Hunt was in Titanic. Yeah. And uh, no. In, no, uh, she wasn't. No, good. I know. No, she wasn't. In the, uh, in the Jack Nicholson thing, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. As good as it gets. Good and Titanic gets. turns 20. I mean, um, wow. Uh, I know what you did last summer uh, was interesting because what's her face? Jennifer Love Hewitt, who has just had one of her, I think she had a show canceled recently. Yeah. Um, what was the name of that, Jeffy? You obviously watched it as a show. Uh, I don't remember. She was a... Wasn't that the massage therapist one or whatever? No, the massage therapist one was before this. She has a show that's on TV now. She right? does? Maybe it wasn't even canceled. It was Jennifer a, Love Hewitt? Yeah. Really? Like it's oh, a, it's a ghost thing or whatever? No, no that's, no, the, that's older than that. <laughs> that's even older than the, the <laughs> massage therapist one. Oh. The, yeah. Now the client list was the massage therapist. Yeah, the therapist. client list I was guess the massage I'm not keeping up on Jennifer Love Hewitt's so, uh, career as it, much as I should be. Because the, cli- the client list it was an amazing show in that it was just, she, list, was, yeah. she was just a prostitute. Yeah. Like she was, she right. would give people massages, and but she was the... And I'd like to say so... Sure, but it was like written like by Jeffy because it was like basically <laughs> the story was look she's a mo- she's a mom she's down on her luck of course she's she's gonna she's gonna hook up with the guys when she's giving them massages right like of course like it was more it was treated as like you know what this is a good choice for a single Thank mom you. like yeah she's got she needs to make some extra cash yeah and she did it with look she did it they were fully vetted clients. And then she would she would also talk to them about Holy their lives. Bird. Like she'd be like, "Can you imagine this too? Like in real life, like she she'd be like, talk, so uh, how's how's everything going with your life?" And and they'd be like, "Oh, I don't know. I'm having a disagreement with my wife, and uh, you know, I don't know if we're gonna make it. You know, maybe you should think about trying. Like, shut up, woman. <laughs> <laughs> you are you have legitimately called me. You have agreed." To uh, be a prostitute, and you're, of course, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt is an attractive uh, attractive woman. Yes. Um, and uh, the last thing you want to do is talk about your problems with your wife in that situation. Like, I would yeah. imagine that is not 
the central point. I can guarantee you that's Thank not you, the Jeffy. central point. I, appreciate it. I can <laughs> guarantee oh, you. You know what? Hold on. Give me oh. a little bit more, uh, 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 a little more therapy. No, I'm not here. I'm not here with the prostitute because I'm having problems with my wife. I'm just here because you know what? What the heck? You know what? I just I wanted, a little time. Honestly, I just wanted to talk to you about my day. <laughs> I got a little time. That's why I'm here. Thought I'd stop. And in. nothing more than that. Did you find the show she's on, Jeffy? The, uh, I don't see. She did a couple of a uh, couple of specials with uh, on Criminal Minds. Uh, she was on there for a little while. Got the boot there. Maybe I remember that's what her on I was that. Because okay. uh, she, uh, she, uh, no, uh, well, you know those. Good to see her go off that show. Yeah, you know the the bottom of a website where they have the little boxes of other things you can click on. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, the shady. <laughs> we've like talked about links. before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the real reason Jennifer Love Hewitt isn't hired in Hollywood anymore, or something. And I've never clicked on it, but I've always thought huh, I've never seen that. I one. wonder what that is. My so guess I, is I don't know. I don't she's know. She's a really crappy prostitute. That's why. She, no one wants her in Hollywood no, no. because all she does is talk to you when you've hired her for sex. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. I think. That's the problem. I saw a documentary on it one time. I think they just call her Love, too. That's, that's what she goes by. Love. Really? Yeah. She just says, and I, I, I kind of thought she had more of a career. I, like, I thought, because when she had that, no. I know what she did last summer was a big deal. And the, the sequel was like, those are big movies that, that, I, like, that I remember. And it was Sarah Michelle Geller, wasn't she in that as well? Yeah. Uh, and those are pretty big movies. Uh, and then really not much after that. Like, she had a, a couple things here and there, but it really... Let's, uh, should we go to uh, IMDb? <laughs> or is it? Since we're on a well, wild realize, goose chase I here. Didn't, I didn't realize she was uh, in Sister Act 2. Oh, well, yeah, I, I missed well, the sequel oh, you know, to that. Do you know why? So. I, you know how I got on this kick, by the way? This uh, past weekend's Wonderful World of Stew, we featured a segment on a ridiculous Garfield thing, like this weird pop culture thing from history. We'll play it, I'm sure, this week. But I'm sure we she, will. She was, Jennifer Love Hewitt was in both of the Garfield movies. Oh, nice. And that's like basically the biggest thing she ever had in her career. No. Oh, really? No. Like, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. It's okay, like, well, no, here's, here's no, what no. she's done yeah. recently. Yeah, it's like okay. the thing. No, it wasn't. From, from 14 to 15, she was in Criminal Minds several times. Like, yeah, like she was a, she was a, a so recurring not, character. Okay, a recurring, I thought that okay. was a real show. Of yeah. her, uh, so. Hot in Cleveland, is that what you're talking about? N- no. Because that was the last thing. Uh, 2012 to 13. List. Client List. No, Hot in Cleveland was 11 to 14. Client List. And I just changed it. Okay, Client List was uh, 12 and 13. Jutopia. I don't know what that is. Mm. Cafe, mm-hmm. uh, the Lost Valentine TV movie. See, this is what I'm talking about. She's in TV movie land here. I, I think that's a Hallmark thing, but I'm not positive. Okay. Yeah. It might, be, <laughs> it might actually be Lifetime, that, but that would, that it's would one of those. Yep. Uh, Law and Order Special Victims, she had a, a series appearance. or two on, yeah. in 2010, The Client List again. Well, that was the, the, that Ghost was the TV Whisperer. movie. The Ghost Man. Whisperer, that was for five years, and that's in syndication. That's running. She's making all her money from that. Wow. I had no idea that yep, last. I mean, that, that, that was her biggest TV yeah, the ghost hit. But was I mean, huge. it was not. It was not huge. <laughs> Before I, that, I, for syndication, it is. Man, that thing runs everywhere I mean, all the you time. Just, you say these yeah. words as if you know what they mean. Okay, you say these words as if you know what they mean, and that and, you, and you don't. don't. Know what they mean, and you don't. You just say them. You know, I'm syndication. It is. Yes, it was is. a poorly performing show. Oh my god, that was extended over fantastic. a long. It, it made it to the fifth year, so it got into syndication. Correct. The first three years. some cash from that. The first three years were great. She has seriously done almost nothing. Almost nothing. I was surprised at that. Look Listen at to this list. The Magic Seven, don't know it. Yes, Virginia, don't know it. Tropic Thunder, don't well, know. Well, Tropic it. Thunder was a was, was it good? That was not a big that was Oh, not that, was, uh, that was that was that was what's his face? Uh, okay, yeah. That was uh, what's his face for Elf, right? 
What's the guy? The guy, the Iron Man was in it. Uh, oh, was it Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. Oh, Tra- yeah. Tropic Thunder. It was, a, it was a, you know, but it was not, Ben Stiller was in it, but it was right. not a big, it was not a Jennifer Love Hewitt movie. Then you got Delgo, Garfield 2, like you mentioned, The Truth Ta- About that's Love. That's The Tale of Two Kitties, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> great name. Garfield 2, The Tale, Tale of, of Two, two Kitties. kitties. That's nice. A great that's name. funny. That's funny. Confessions of a Sociopathic Social Climber, which was a TV movie. Mm hmm. Uh, Christmas Carol, the musical. I mean, this went fast TV movie. for her. Garfield, the first. Yeah, you know one. what, Stu? You might be right. Those two Garfield movies were huge. Yeah, I mean, she made the, one they, of them made over two hundred million yeah. dollars no, worldwide. Oh, yeah. Two hundred million dollars. Oh, yeah, you wonder how the hell oh, they make gosh. Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties, because the first one made two hundred yeah. million dollars somehow. That's, that's nuts. And she you know who was the voice of the cat? No. Bill Murray. Yeah. Wow. Bill, they got Bill freaking Murray I to do Garfield's voice. I forgot about that. Then before that, there's If Only, American Dreams, In the Game, Shortcut to Happiness, uh, Groove Squad. I mean, there were nothing. The Tuxedo, The Adventures of Tom Thumb and Thumbelina. There's just nothing happening. The Hunchback of Notre Dame 2. Not one, but two. Heartbreakers. Uh, I'm seeing, okay, the Audrey Hepburn story, I think I saw her, and she played Audrey Hepburn. But I mean, uh, you know, she kind of looks like her a little bit. Uh, time of your life, party of five. Really, that's where she kind of started, that's where she right? Started, right. And but so, uh, so you're all the way back to. Well, okay, 95. and then before that, I know, I I still know what you did yeah, last summer. And I know what you did last summer. That's about all she's ever done. It's incredible because she was so big in that wow, period. Wow, that's weird. Uh, she was the. She's thing. literally done nothing. She got Garfield. She got and she got Ghost Whisperer, basically. Yeah. Wow. And the, and the client list had a little bit of a you know it was like I a guess. lifetime series or something. But yeah, it, it had a little bit of a buzz. I think when it started, but that was it. Well, that's because people thought she was going to be naked in <laughs> right. it. They when they found she out she wasn't, <laughs> right. it's like okay, bye bye. Well, well, the thing that's interesting about <laughs> client and list, right. and, and on Criminal Minds, with her reoccurring role on Criminal Minds, her latest <laughs> her latest gig, um, she you could tell that um, the client list days were over. Really? Um, yeah, she uh-huh. was not. Well, uh, if I'm saying to you, Jeffy, as Jennifer Love Hewitt, as you would like Jennifer. It was just Jennifer like Hewitt. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, I, I, like, if you think about this. If you're pitching a show, right, and you're saying, "Here's my pitch: Jennifer Love Hewitt is a massage therapist yes. that is actually a prostitute." Well, you, you haven't. Okay? Even, I mean, you didn't right, even. Right. That First much. of all, you're saying yes. Yes. Second of all, where am I pitching the show? Like Spike TV or something, right? Yes. Like I'm not. It was yeah. like I'm like Lifetime. What's it was, it, was, it, it was might have even built, been a network, wasn't it? It was built around basically the tough life choices a single mom yeah. makes, like up to and including. Are you sure it wasn't a regular doing network? whatever a guy wants in a massage session? Like that? How is that a That's show? That's a male it, show. It, That's it was, not right. a Lifetime. It show. was pitched as a po- like I would say like I mean she struggled with the decision and such because my wife watched oh, of it. Of course she did. Of course she did. She yeah. struggled hard. She right, and I she was like, you know, sure, I'll she watch." She had to the... do it. She's a single mom, right? And that was the pitch. Who are you, right? Who it are was like, you to say that's an inappropriate choice? Legitimately, Pat presented as a brave choice for a mom to make in a tough spot. Like it was like, you know what? She look, she had some really bad. So you really did see this show? Oh yeah, yeah I saw I've... a bunch of episodes of it. At first, it was told to me as, "Hey, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Did she she's always... a prostitute and a massage right. therapist. Do you want to watch, honey?" But she never yes. actually had sex with clients, right? She, no, because that wasn't that part of. No, thing no was she did. That... She did. Oh, she did. Oh, well, she. Right. Uh, with the... Let me, uh, the, in the Bill Clinton sense, no. In the Bill Clinton yeah. line of sexual relations, I would say no, she did not have sex with clients. 
However, she did cross lines that Bill Clinton would say were not sexual relations. Well, okay. that's how it works. All right. In the beginning, she had some, blue blue dress uh, relations. That type in, of in the beginning, you make some choices okay. for your family that you might not be proud of. But as the days go by, <laughs> as the days go by, and uh, you realize <laughs> Shut that shut up, <laughs> shut up. That is what how it stop right there. It was like you know what? Wow, this brave woman did not fold to the standards no. of the world. Well, she Short, did what she had bit. to do to make her way. Right. And, <laughs> and she made a great you? choice. Whose yeah, morality exactly. are you yeah, forcing you. on her? Thank you. All right. That was pretty much the pitch of it. It was pretty incredible. Triple eight seven two seven back. Uh yeah. So And so we apologize to my Patriot supply. <laughs> now I have a commercial place right after our Jennifer Love Hewitt segment. Mm-hmm. But let's give it a whirl anyway. All right. Uh, now we know there could be an emergency of any type that could come. Well, you might need to be a professional masseuse or masseur. <laughs> and who no, knows what decisions you have to make. Right. Uh, just to earn some money to buy food. Or you could buy food now. And then you'd be prepared and wouldn't have to be a professional. Let's listener. make that the last bridge <laughs> from the segment to this commercial. Uh, what do you say? Uh, okay, so my Patriot Supply, you know about them. We've told you about it before. They are the best uh, that there is as far as coming up with uh, mm-hmm. easy ways to prepare yourself for emergency. They have a new uh, offer. It's a 40-day emergency food supply plus a one-troy-ounce sunshine milting, uh, uh, minting silver round for 149 bucks. So you get kind of the food uh, and you also get wow. something to trade in case of a real emergency. So order now. 888-457-3432. That's 888-457-3432 or online at preparewiththeblaze.com. That's preparewiththeblaze.com. Uh, it looks like there's more, uh, you know, fun Hollywood uh, talk uh, because we were just we, we mentioned on radio uh, briefly that Tim Allen's show, Last Man Standing, has been canceled by ABC, even though it's their second highest rated show on television right now. And I think the ratings have been pretty good this year. Second highest for the network, right? For the network. There. Yeah, it's not number two overall. in the ratings, mm-hmm. but it's it's ABC's second highest rated show. I don't know what ABC's highest rated. Do you? Uh, Jeffy, you watch all of ABC's programming. Which oh, one? Modern Family. Oh, yeah. Only yeah. Modern Family is uh, higher rated, and it has 8.7 million to uh, Last Man Standing, 8.1 million. I mean, in the new world. Today's of, numbers, those, those are pretty are great. In the yeah. new world of television, those are pretty good numbers. Darn right, they are. I mean, it, nobody's hitting 20 million anymore. Nobody. No. Uh, uh, not even Walking Dead, right? When for a while they kind of no. were in that yeah, range. Yeah, they were, they were pushing that 20 million and then that. Where are they now? They're do you know? below 15, I think. But. Yeah, I think well below 15. I, I don't even know how many people the number one show on TV brings in, but it's it's not as impressive as it once was because there's just too many choices now. You know, we're so splintered between Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, and all of the television stations that you, ha- that you have with 500. You just can't get the nu- the numbers that you used to have with. No. Well, I, I just typed in. I just typed in the the number one uh, show on TV, Walking Dead. Still, eleven, 11 uh, eighteen to forty nine viewers, eleven million, a little over eleven and a half million, almost for eighteen forty nine. Yeah, that's well, great. that's a really good number in the demo. Wow, um, Big Bang Theory number two, almost seven. 
It's incredible that AMC, isn't it AMC? Yeah. That has a freaking number one show on all of television? That is insanity. That's crazy. I mean, this is a channel that, that n- literally crazy. no one knew anything that aired on it like five <laughs> right. years ago. Right. I mean, what, Mad Men was probably the first thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But, I mean, was people didn't even know it existed. It's true. I mean, it was <laughs> not even, it's, isn't it an MC movie channel? I mean, like, it's not even yeah. a show, they're not even supposed to be running shows on it. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> the number one show on television. It's incredible. It, it's hard to believe it can even happen. Yeah, it is. It? But I mean, it just shows how splintered. It's really not a com. I mean, it is a commentary on how good Walking <laughs> Dead is because it, you know it's basically like beca- like getting a number one overall record and you just released it on YouTube. It's like Aaron Watson that we've had yeah, a few times. Yeah. Like it's like you know he's got his own label and, he, and it's still he's still getting number ones. It's impressive from the perspective of like holy crap! Like how did you do that with you know starting from from that point? Well, I think it really, um, it, but it I, is about splintering too. I think yes, but I also think that uh, I think that Netflix saved it. <clears throat> Because after the first two, season one, two, maybe three, but I think one and two, it went up on Netflix. Because I don't know how good it was really doing, I mean, on AMC. But as soon as it went up on Netflix, people were like, holy crap. You know, and in the beginning, that was counterintuitive because you would say, look, I I don't want to offer it for essentially for free on Netflix. I want them to see it first run on but what it did was That's it right. got everybody interested it in sure it. Sure did. So they caught up, and then they started. Then they started came to watching AMC it live for the new stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's a good yeah. move. It worked for me. I mean, that was what happened with me with Breaking Bad, which is also AMC, right? right? right. Um, but yeah. Breaking Bad, when then that you started. did watch it live, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, at least I didn't DVR start, it or whatever. I think it was season. I think season four was right around when it when started. When I started yeah. really getting into it, and then I, so I, wa- I watched three. Mm-hmm. I binged on three uh, seasons, and then got to four and watched the end of that season. Then it was like waiting for the last one. It's like, pretty effective. Yeah, it, I, it, I think it's turned out I to be pretty so effective too. for the for the uh, yeah. network shows. Um, but uh, I didn't know that Paul McCartney is going to be in the new Pirates of the Caribbean. Ugh. Did you know that? No. I, 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 I'm trying to think of a story I could care less about, but I cannot. Because I don't care about interested. the series or him. I'm kind of interested in Paul McCartney. Um, the, I, and I didn't used to be. I didn't really care about the Beatles. They were a little bit before my time. So, But I find it fascinating with the kind of career he's had. And John Lennon was supposed to be you know, the, the big star from the group and the one that everybody thought was going to be the most successful solo Beatle. And Paul McCartney just eclipsed him to about the tenth power, um, and then he did he did things like symphonies, and he, he's a talented guy. Mm-hmm. He's a talented guy. Uh, on Saturday, he shared a first look at his pirate getup on Twitter for his character in Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Men Tell No Tales. No, Dead Men Tell No Tales with the hashtag uh, Pirates Life. That's confirmed, by the way. They don't. They they, they don't. Mm-hmm. Science, scientific consensus on okay. that. Okay. Uh, so. Um, apparently he's going to sing some of the songs for the movie or they're just going to use A Hard Day's Night Help in Yellow Submarine. Uh, but much like the fake joke from 2015 in which Kanye West fans supposedly think uh, West helped this little... Remember that? They ever... Everybody uh, yeah. thought oh, yeah, that yeah, Paul the, McCartney was a new artist because yeah. they just discovered him with Kanye. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this Paul McCartney cat about to, about to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> Remember making, that being one of the tweets. Making mi- hundreds of millions of dollars a year for the last fifty years. Yeah, he's an up and coming guy, uh, and now he's returning to uh, to movies with uh, Johnny Depp, Orlando Bloom. Is Orlando Bloom in this new one? Do you know, know that, that to be a I, fact? I'm not. A, I actually I'm not care a, less about that. Than yeah, the I, I looked at you fan. and then I thought, nah. I, <laughs> I, I, I am not a 
very big Pirates of the Caribbean fan. Yeah, oh, you're not either? Oh, it's like, yeah. Really? I like it. It strikes me like into it. that weird middle ground mm. between like kids show and show aimed at adults. Like movie, I mean, aimed at adults. Like I, To me, it feels like a kid's movie, which makes me not want to watch it. It's really not a kid's movie. But uh, yeah, just like, I don't really know. I'm not quite a, sophisticated. I think also the whole Johnny Depp <laughs> shtick in it, I can't. Yeah, I'm a little tired of that. <laughs> a little tired of that. Yeah. Plus, I don't like Johnny Depp. Uh, did we show the close-up of his character, though? Have we seen that? Let's take a look at, uh, at Paul McCartney. It's hard to see his face in there. Yeah, I'll say that. it's amazing. Can, Can we, we take that full? Take that. No. So, Maybe not. And a little bit more. There you go. There you go. There he is. There he is. Now you can kind of see him in that, right? I don't right? know. I really, I, a little bit. I, a little bit. I can't really see him, though. That's pretty, they pretty, if you they hadn't good told me that was Paul McCartney, though, I don't I yeah, think I would guess. guess. I definitely no would not have known yeah. unless, you, unless you said it. All right. Fascinating. 888 Beck, more Pet and Stew is, you know, inevitable. Oh, I don't like that show. I just don't. Uh, I'm not a fan. You know, I'm really? not interested in it. It, yeah. is, it is said, and it's been said often. Really? Most popular show ever done on television. Really? On any broadcast. Bigger than Walking Dead? Yeah. Oh, oh much. Really? Much bigger. Hello, it's Pat and Stu. Of course, the lovely and untalented Jeffy. Yep. Um, uh, unlovely <laughs> and untalented. Uh, but, uh, so, Pat has not uh, experienced this new uh, version of I know, I was out last um, week uh, on the mean streets of Helena, Montana. And boy, I'll tell you something, they are mean. They yeah. Are mean. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, you can't, we probably starved mm-hmm. on the streets of the mean Well, street. yeah, I mean, first of all, you don't want to be on the streets because you're likely to be killed. And uh, and then secondly, and then, secondly, in addition to that, se- <laughs> I don't think have? there is a second. Okay. So I don't know why I started with first of all. Uh, well, Jeffy starts almost every sentence with first of all. First of all. First of all. First of all. Let me tell you. Know, you. Go with that. No. <laughs> so uh, we decided uh, because you weren't here to influence us the other direction, and probably would have kept. And I would have believe me. I, I know you're my enabler. You. That's I've lost weight. I would have stopped you week on the, dead in your tracks. On the on the uh, Jeffy 18 day fat guy challenge. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would have probably talked me out of it because you were my enabler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not your enabler. I say, hey, do you want to go to the pancake house for a little uh, late breakfast? And you say yes. I, that's not enabling. <laughs> that's a question I that's, just ask. That's enabling to me. Now you can say no, and no, then you, then, then nothing would happen. Somebody asked you to go to a pancake house. You're supposed to be able to say no. <laughs> so, no. Yes. When you said you know, want to go to the pancake house, did you mean today or? Sure. Yes. Okay, sure. You want to go to the pancake house? <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> uh, so the issue was uh, we had 18 days until vacation, right. and we decided because uh, Jeffy can only count to 18. It, it was, it was you know, were there of, literally 18 days was, before vacation? Yeah, it was 18 yeah. days. It was a, we kind of yes, I think I think it was exactly 18 the way we measured it. Okay. Um, anyway, so the idea was Jeffy, we were going to eat yeah, really well, so we could go on vacation a little bit thinner and then gain the weight back on vacation. At least that's and at least it was my plan. Jeffy was saying he was going to stay on the vacation. I mean, look, Jeffy needs it. So how much have you lost so look far? I've lost. 16 on the uh, Jeffy Fat Guy Challenge. 16 pounds. What? And I've lost about... In a week? Uh, in a week. But so it's been You've lost days. 16 pounds in a week? Yes. How, what? Simpletolose.com. I will say, uh, wow. looking at, you look at Jeffy and you can... That's I walked really in good. today and I was like, crap, I can actually tell he's lost weight, which is annoying to me because yeah, I wanted to fail. <laughs> But uh, you know, I mean, it's hardcore. You know, I mean, I'm doing what are you doing? The five and one, simple to lose plan. Eat are the you? Metafast you're really doing it five times a day. 
Okay. Yeah. And, well, then, one and so then you guys decided that well, we'd do healthy things on spoons? Well, because we had a taffy that day. And he's uh-huh. like, I can't eat that. I can't eat that. I can't eat that. No, I can't eat that. I was like, Jeffy, spoons, it's one bite. We're taste testing. No, I can't eat that. Why are you trying to make him sound so sophisticated? <laughs> why? I am over There's no reason for that, Stu. I'm sorry. So we were like, hey, well, why don't we have, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cancel spoons. And then we're like, well, we can't cancel it. Like, what if we did, like, healthy products? So we said to Marissa... The sponsors of Spoons would be too pissed off. Right? 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 Yeah. Right? <laughs> so we said to Marissa, can you go get us, like, healthy products that, we're, that like, people would act, people who are in shape would actually eat okay. for snacks? So she's been bringing them. They've been, I think, the highest like one... Like, what, what did you get? Um, s- seaweed uh, s- no. snacks. No, honey. Um, no. What else did we have, Marissa? Do you remember... Uh, beet chips. Beet chips. Oh, the beet chips were uh, my good. Oh, oh, you Pat, you missed out on one? the beet chips. Oh, some oh, terrible some kind of juice. juice. Chunky, thick juice. Chunky oh, juice. It had like That's, carrots in it. Oh no. And I, I think no. so. That was the three we did this week. This, this no. today we have seasoned kale chips. Oh well, if they're now, seasoned, yeah. you know they're going to be delicious. Now you might think, wait a minute, I don't want to eat kale chips because that's just kale. It's just kale <laughs> that's a little crispy. But no, it's dressed with cashew butter. And tahini. Oh, so. now the dinner bell's ringing. Mm-hmm. You this got some tahini in it? I'm that. in. And that is... Oh. I like how they put seasoned kale chips. It looks like it's like a Yum. superhero. <laughs> yeah. So, so kale, kale chips! <laughs> but it's Look, it's a bird! It's a plane! No, it's kale, kale chips! Is that because of superfood, maybe? Kale uh. is a superfood, along with quinoa. Anything that and, you right? eat... Yeah. And I actually like the quinoa kind of, but anything oh, that I you don't. eat that Ugh, doesn't taste good gross, and you're supposed to eat anyway is called a superfood. Super Look at this! Oh, the smell is of kale. It's like it's like going out in your garden and eating a twig. Yeah. Why would you do it? Can you, can you get Why? Closer? This is what it looks like. Let now, me I find say, a stick and put that in my mouth. <laughs> actually, you know it's funny. I didn't think any of us. It's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> I didn't think any of us ate these, but I saw Jeffy with a small bag of things that looked just like this the other day. And I was thinking, wow, does Jeffy eat kale chips? <laughs> and then all of a why, sudden he started rolling it. Why, yes, officer. Like, why, yes, officer, it is kale chips. I want you to get a little sense of what we're about to eat all here right, real quick. Listen to, to this. Listen to this. Like, they're crispy, Ew. so you get the sense of what they are. Here we go. Let's try these. Kale chips from Trader Joe's. Mmm. 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 I will say, not, not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Really not. Mm. I mean, it's dry and kind of uh, gritty, and it's really not good, though. Come on, this is not, not good. good. No, it tastes ne- like kale, first of all. Which kale's o- awful. Never the, ordered the this seasoning under. is very minor. Like you, I get almost no burst. It is not the worst thing I've ever had. I will say it's much better than the seaweed. I'm picking up the tahini really strongly. You are. Huh? You're not getting that. <laughs> I am not getting that. Um, and it's gluten-free, thank goodness. Oh, my gosh, good. So it will good, not kill good, you. Good, good, I would, um... We all have to be gluten-free, because you know how bad bread <laughs> is and be. wheat. You can't eat it. Does it have to be? Yeah, you have no. to be. You have to be gluten-free. So I'd give that a my teeth three. For like a week. Yeah. Now, I, I'm going to give it a... Uh, I'll give it a... I'll give it a four. Wait, I've uh, just uh, dropped down to two and a half with the aftertaste. Yeah, I'm going to go drop it down. Now I'm at a two. Three uh, for me. Uh, Jeff, okay. what do you want to I can't figure out if that, that is the tahini I'm picking up or not. <laughs> it is a, t- or t- tahini, a tahini, in there. tahini or um, maybe it's a cashew butter. All right. We've got talking heads. 
uh, with Glenn. Nice. Same, as it, was, or, or same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. Potentially, it, it could was. also be with me, considering it appears on my show and is hosted by me. Um, so oh, this isn't a Glenn thing. No, it's a wonderful world. It's not the same as it ever was. No, it's different. Not the same no. as it ever was. No, it's a silly Stu show. It's the different because Stu's on it. What it is. Not the same as it ever was. Mm, what a day, what a day. Today I woke up to the harsh reality that we live in a post-fact world yet again. But the truth is we've been living in this fictional universe for a very long time, especially when it comes to science. 99.9% of everything you are fed by the media about science is complete and utter junk. That's not a real statistic. But here to explain what the real statistics are is Dr. Alex Berzow. Alex, thanks for coming on the program. Hey, thank you for having me on, Stu. Yeah, we should it's been first. A long time. I was going to say we should point out that Alex was on the very first episode of this stupid show. Uh, first of all, how amazing is it that we're still on the air? And more importantly, how amazing is it that you would actually come back on after the last time? Uh, yeah, the probabilities were small for both, and uh, yet I'm here. <laughs> it's incredible. I'm so excited. You uh, have a great uh, story about. Uh, the because we see these science sort of myths all the time, these things that everyone seems to believe. And no matter how many times you give them the actual facts on it, they don't seem to understand it. Um, so you have a great list of uh, 16 of the biggest uh, sort of science, uh, I don't know, I want to call them fads, because it seems like these, these things go in waves. Um, can we go over some of these? Because these are pretty, <laughs> you've seen these on the internet, and you need to know the truth about them. I'll tell you the biggest the biggest junk science story I've seen probably of the decade is that Nutella causes cancer. Mm. And don't uh, screw with my Nutella. Complete, uh, exactly right, right here, right. You know, <laughs> I, you know, I'm sorry, but yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, right. It's great, it's fantastic. I could eat this whole thing right now. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, honestly, Nutella is one of those things that even if it did cause cancer, I'd be highly motivated to still eat it. I, right. If you're going to die, you're going to die of something. Might as well be from Nutella-induced cancer, right? <laughs> you got to die anyway. So, so what, what's um, the story with I have heard Nutella supposedly causes cancer. It just says the internet, correct? It, it does. Yeah, so says the internet. It doesn't. There was a study that came out that said the palm oil may be responsible for producing a carcinogen in some foods. And the amount that you consume from things like Nutella or infant formula, which also has palm oil, is so small that there's really no way it has any meaningful increase on your risk of cancer. And yet this story went viral, went all over the Internet. There were claims that stores were yanking down Nutella out of their shelves out of panic. And it's just absurd. And it seems like nobody read the story except for me. <laughs> uh, that, that seems to be kind of a, 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 a common refrain these days. People, I saw some say where it's, you know, the, the overwhelming majority of people who share things on Facebook, for example, don't actually read the story. They just maybe see the headline and share it. I mean, and, and that is how and all this nonsense spreads. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. frightening when it comes from a journalist because the journalist's job is to not just read a press release and share it. He needs to go back to the original source, which I did. I read the original report. It was boring. I almost 
fell asleep reading it, but I learned a lot and I translated that for our readers and it was total bunk. Yeah, yeah you, it's funny. You find that a lot of these stories do exactly that. You take a real scientific study that may or may not be robust, but it has some actual science behind it or at least observation where a scientist might be saying, hey, uh, maybe we should look out for this. And then you run that through the machinery 20 times from mainstream sites to less reputable sites. By the time it gets to your Facebook feed, you have something that doesn't even resemble what was actually there. And then there was, you know, even the the study itself wasn't much. It's almost like a high-tech digital version of the game of telephone Mm. that we used to play in kindergarten, right? Where somebody would say something, you know, know, Bobby has a nice bicycle, and by the time it gets all the way around to the other side of the the school, it's, you know, Bobby's, you know, got some horrible disease or something, right? (laughs) That's a weird school you went to. Now you know why I turned out the way that I am. Well, let's start here because you you have a great list of how to spot a fake news story when it comes to science. And I think like, you know, as somebody who's in this world, and, and you are too, where you're looking at the news all the time, you, you kind of develop over time a general sense of how to do this, how to check sources, how to go through this to see what is real. And I always find that, you know, the, the average person just doesn't have time for that. That's, it's not their job. They're going to their work. They're on Facebook for 20 minutes. They're not going to go through these processes, but they're really, really important if you want the truth to be out there. So can you kind of walk us through uh, these steps and what you need to do? Sure. Now, the, the, some of these steps are more important for science journalists than, than for the average reader. But one of the things that people really ought not to be doing as, as journalists is just reprinting press releases. And yet that sort of nonsense happens all the time. Mm-hmm. But for the regular reader, if you read a story and you don't see any attempts to explain methodology or any attempts to explain technical terminology, the reason for that is probably because the journalist himself didn't even understand it, didn't understand the paper. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's funny because, you know, it's a, it's a weird th- thing that, uh, that we do as human beings. We seem to want this. We seem to want to believe that Nutella is going to kill us. Nutella is one of the greatest substances ever created. Why on earth, where does this urge inside of us come from to put ourselves in constant peril? You know, I think it has to do with wanting to understand uh, making sense of a complicated universe. A lot of people don't understand why cancer happens. And so they find easy scapegoats. They'll blame bacon. They'll blame uh, electric power. They'll blame Wi-Fi. They'll blame Nutella. That explains a lot of our society. Is there's, a, there's a mystery and there's a fear and there's people who are not scientifically literate don't know the difference between good science and bad science. And so they grapple on to whatever strikes uh, resonates with them emotionally. Mm, it's scary. Um, I uh, am of the belief that uh, artificial sweeteners are fruit that was delivered directly from God. Um, and uh, I uh, defend them at all costs. I've got to send you some of the, some of the studies that we found over the last couple of years um, just on, on, on things like that. They're constantly, you know, artificial sweeteners are constantly about to kill you. You look at the studies and none of them say anything like this. They don't say no. they make you gain weight. They don't say you're going to get cancer. They don't say any of these things. And yet people share them as if they're so they, they were at the study and actually produced the science themselves. That's absolutely correct. Most of these studies are done in rat, in lab rats or in uh, in test tubes, and you cannot always extrapolate those results into to human, 
to, to human beings. Uh, in particular, animal studies. Mice are not little people. Okay, and so if you inject a mouse with 500 times the dose that a normal human would get and you inject it to his eyeball or whatever, of course you're going to get a strange result. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I, that does seem like self-explanatory almost. How about um, your endocrines being disrupted? I, I, a lot of people tell me there's a lot of problems whenever your endocrine gets disrupted, whatever that means, what does it mean and is it an actual problem? It's probably not a very big problem. There is this idea that uh, chemicals like bisphenol A, which are found in plastics, oh, yeah. uh, it, it, it helps in the manufacturing process. And I also believe it has some antimicrobial properties. Some people believe this is causing all sorts of health issues, and there's just not a lot of convincing evidence for this. Um, I remember one time I walked into a Whole Foods. I know I'm, I've, I'm probably banned from there because I made fun of them several times in my life. <laughs> you didn't want to pay $47 was, for an uh, apple? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. And, and so they had this sign that said, you know, our receipts do not contain bisphenol A. And it's just nonsense. It's it's one of these scaremongering chemicals of the year we're supposed to be afraid of. Oh, um, Alex, uh, so I didn't even get to the start of these stories. We're going to need to drag you over to next week. Can you, can you hold on for a second? We'll call you back. Yeah. Uh, because uh, we need to go through specifics. We've kind of covered the, the, the big picture here what to look for when you have fake news. Uh, Nutella's delicious. That's the most important stuff. And then we'll get on to the actual specific stories that have just been uh, driving everybody crazy uh, recently. Uh, hold on for a second, and we'll, we'll do this more next week. I'm just going to eat this. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to eat this for a week, okay, just, and we'll talk again. Okay, I, I hope that thing better be empty by the time I see you again. 